Hello and welcome to episode 69 of the Mo Money Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Morehouse, and thank you for joining me for another special listener series of the podcast where I interview uh, a listener of my podcast and they get to share their story with other listeners. And it's just kind of an awesome circle of sharing and educating each other uh, through our experiences. So for this episode, I am interviewing David from Texas, and he is a delight. And he talks to me about how he uh, helped get his his family out of debt and now how he they don't use credit at all they are on a cash diet and it have been for years and this is something I, I don't think I've really met anyone who's doing that successfully and I am very excited for you to listen to his story and his fabulous Texan accent all right without further ado here's our episode okay so thank you, David, for uh, joining me on the show. I hope you don't mind if we kind of jump in. I'm excited to chat with you. And thank you for reaching out to me on Twitter after listening to my first uh, listener episode uh, with Amanda. That was awesome. I'm so glad you reached out. Sure. I'm glad you put the call out. <laughs> um, so when you tweeted me, you said that you your story involves you paying $40,000 in debt in a very short amount of time, which is about 14 months. That's correct. That is a crazy amount of time. But I want before we kind of get into your story, I hear you have an accent and a very southern accent. Where are you from? Uh, Houston. Okay. <laughs> trying to figure out like, hmm, you kind of sound, it kind of sounds like a Texas accent. Very cool. Yeah. Well, the, the first time I heard your podcast, I'm like, you don't exactly sound like you're from East Texas. So I am not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're what you're in what Toronto. I am in Toronto. Yeah. So, but I'm originally from Vancouver, so right, I don't technically yeah. have a Toronto accent or maybe I have developed one. I don't know. Well, I don't know what a Toronto accent is, but I have uh, no, I don't think that's a thing. I think uh, it's just like there's Canada and that's kind of one accent. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. But it, it, Toronto's East Coast time, right? It is, yeah. Okay, so it's actually 8.35 there. It is. Okay. What's the, right. What time is it over there? 7.35. We're in Central Time. Oh. Ah, I see, I see. But yeah, uh, I know, I mean, Canada is obviously huge, but if you've never been to Texas, it, I mean, it's massive. No, it is. No, and I absolutely want to go to Texas, actually. That's definitely on my – because there's so many great cities. I mean, there's Austin, there's Dallas, there's Houston. I mean, yeah, well, you know, the, and that's the, just one state. The state is uh, – from south to north is 800 miles, and it's the same east to west, too. Oh, my gosh. You, you, I mean, you can, be, you can be in the state and drive, like, towards uh, – North New Mexico mm-hmm. from Houston, and you can be like seventeen hours and still be in Texas. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's crazy! So, but don't come in the summer; it tends to get a little warm, a little hot. Yeah, I'm still. I mean, it, it, it gets pretty hot in Toronto, but I don't know again what the comparison quite would be. But again, I'm I'm still kind of getting used to the heat here. I'm I mean, I'm from Vancouver on the west coast, and it's pretty much. I mean, it's sort of. Uh, similar weather to like portland oregon where it's just kind of rainy and kind of right. the same temperature year round right, it's right. kind of nice yeah so but it gets pretty cold here in the winter but well, we're still getting uh, used to it well the benefit about being here is um for the four out of the last five christmas days i've worn i've worn shorts on christmas Day. oh my gosh yeah i don't know what that means that's but, crazy but on like uh july and august are hardest part of the part of the year and i don't know if y'all have this i know y'all have like uh uh, chill factor or yeah we do uh, okay well we have heat index 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, so, we do not have that. So like, uh, for example, one, uh, one little, like for a week straight in, uh, like the first week of August, uh, the actual temperature was, uh, between 95 and 98 and it felt between 110 and 115. No, that's too much. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's warm. Let's just yeah, put it like that. It certainly is. So are you uh, born and bred Texan? Is, are, have you always oh, been there? Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. We actually live uh, – we live uh, two minutes from my mom and dad's house where I grew up. Oh, that's so nice. So all my all my family's within five hours of me. Oh, I love that. That's, that's beautiful. So, okay. So I just needed to chat with you because I love your accent so much. So I'm glad. Thank you so much for giving me a little insight into where you're from. Um, I wish I could say y'all, but it just doesn't kind of make the most, it just makes sense when I say it to people here, but uh, I love, I love y'all. Well, like, uh, well, yeah, y'all, y'all works. Uh, Y'all is the best. And, uh, like, I mean, I don't know if I'm sure Canada gets this, but y'all, like you ever watch like Duck Dynasty? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, like, you know, when they tell people, you know, if somebody's leaving, they go, he gone. (laughs) (laughs) We actually have a joke at my work, and we say, oh, she gone. She gone. (laughs) She gone. You got to say it. You got to say it like, uh, like, pawn. Like, you can't say she gone. You got to say she gone. She gone. Like a pawn. Like pawn. Like, I'm going to go pawn this. (laughs) She gone. She gone. She gone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's the best. That's the best. Okay, okay. So let's let's get into your story because I I don't understand how you you were able and you're you're a real person. You're not some you know one of these kind of uh, you know a blogger or you know it's kind of the the normal thing you kind of see on the news of like oh so and so you know paid off this crazy amount of debt in like you know such a short amount of time. You're a regular Texas man and had forty thousand dollars of debt and you paid it off in fourteen months. Now, what was that debt and how did you get into debt? Um well actually backstory, I did yes. try to um I wrote a blog for every single day for almost a year. Oh, did you? Is it still around? No. It, literally, literally I had I think I had four subscribers. <laughs> and, and and one of those was my mother. Yeah, that's uh, that's how you start, though, right? Well, yeah, but it was becoming a grind. Like I wasn't really enjoying it. Yeah, uh, I was. I wrote it every single day for a year, and then I switched to uh, two or three times a week for mm-hmm. three or four months. Still mm-hmm. no followers. Then I switched to video, mm-hmm. and then I switched to weekly video. And I just it was I was yeah. seeing no subscribers. It was all mm-hmm. about personal finance and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that one's. It's well, maybe podcasting gone. is your niche, and you're. This is, you know, this is a sign. Maybe. Well, <laughs> uh, podcasting is your thing. It could be. Uh, who knows? Uh, maybe, maybe people will like my accent. I don't know. Oh, I think they will. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. Okay, so, let's, so, yeah. Um, so, to answer your original question, um, all we had was uh, we had uh, we as in me and my wife. We were married mm-hmm. in 08. Mm-hmm. Um, we met in 05 on a completely and utterly blind date. Aww. Like, I, I didn't know what she looked like until the first time I saw her. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, now we're married and we have a, a four-and-a-half-year-old son. But um, all our all our debt, we had $450 in credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had taken all – I had a little bit of a trust for my granddad, uh, a few thousand dollars. Not, you know, not, not like a trust fund babe or anything. Yeah. But uh, I had a few thousand dollars before the wedding – 
I took that out and paid off what little student loan that I had. I had like $4,000 student loan. Mm-hmm. But when we got married, um, we had $450 on a credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, I had stupidly traded in my, my Harley that I'd bought brand mm-hmm. new that I was almost paid off with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was such an idiot. I walked off uh, the dealership with uh, a thirteen thousand five hundred dollar Harley that I owed twenty two thousand on. Mm. Oops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, my wife had a, a new car, a new Pontiac SUV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the totals were four fifty on a credit card, a single credit card, and then um, nine. Uh, Nineteen thousand five hundred on her car and twenty one thousand twenty thousand on my motorcycle. Oh wow! Why did you buy a motorcycle? Uh, oh, I, oh no, I had, <laughs> I had one before. Um, like like I said, down here the weather is um, it's basically nice year round. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just hot, but it's it's not like it's snowing or anything down yeah. here. So uh, that was my main mode of transportation. I had another mm-hmm. vehicle as well that was paid off, but mm-hmm. uh, I rode that motorcycle every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just wanted one, and I liked. Uh, if you've never ridden one, it's awesome. But that's why I, I had. Like, I have not. That'll probably be the last thing I do. Not because I have anything against motorcycles, but I don't even like driving a car. So. Oh, it's 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 totally different. It's yeah. like. Uh, I don't know. It's like a, it's almost like a spiritual thing. Uh, mm. I mean, just going and you know, I don't have I, I don't have any hair, but uh, mm-hmm. wind in your hair and you just go. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, maybe one day. Maybe who knows what the future holds? Of course. So, of course. so it was the motorcycle and then your wife's car that kind of led to the big chunk of debt. Yeah, that well, that was it. I mean, that yeah. was that was you know, uh, four hundred fifty dollars on a credit card. Uh, and that's nice. fast. Like that's quick, you know? It's like bam bam, just two purchases and there you go. Yeah, well she had the car before we got married. Mm-hmm. Uh and then I um uh, see um I didn't really consider car debt uh to be bad. Really? Uh, well, at that time I didn't. Now I've uh which we'll get into, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It's it, I totally feel different about that, but mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I don't really have any consumer debt except my cars, but I didn't really count that because they were like vehicles, but I was like... Yeah, it's like a mode of transportation. You need it to get around. Yeah, well, I didn't need the motorcycle. I had a car. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, but yeah, that was it. That I had, We had we had three debts, credit card, mm-hmm. a car payment, and a Harley payment. Mm-hmm. That was it. So at what point did, your, did you kind of realize, oh, this is, you know, we need to do something to pay these things off. We didn't realize how quickly, you know, this kind of escalated. Well, um, one day I came home at the time I was making about, uh, this was back in 08. So I was making, uh, I think 10 50 an hour and she was making like eight ish mm-hmm. an hour. I mean, so not hardly mm-hmm. anything. Uh, we had a mortgage. Um, we had a small house that we, we had bought, but mm-hmm. I just kind of sat down and I kind of made a budget, but I didn't really know what I was doing, but I just, I just, put what we had coming in versus what we had to pay. And, uh, we had $0 in savings. And when I say zero, I literally mean zero. Zero. And, uh, we had $26 at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, that's really the living the paycheck to paycheck kind of thing. Oh yeah, for sure. So Mm -hmm. that's, uh, that was kind of the light bulb moment that That was the wake up call. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, Mm -hmm. I mean, we were, I mean, we were, Literally, I mean, one blown tire away from not being able to pay for it. 
Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was the, that was the turning point. That was the light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. And did you, I, I'm just curious when you're in that situation, did you talk to any like family or friends about your situation and you know, what did they think? Uh, I actually reached out to, uh, a longtime friend who was our, uh, who went to our church mm-hmm. and, um, I told him exactly what I just told you, you know, Hey, mm-hmm. we got like $26 and I'm, I don't know what we're going to do. And he told me about, um, he said, have you ever heard of, uh, a guy named Dave Ramsey? Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, no, I, who is that? And he said, well, he's a personal finance expert and stuff. And, uh, he's on the radio and I have an audio book from him that I'll let you borrow if you want to hear it. And he let me borrow it. It was seven hours long. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it twice in one day and I was hooked. Oh, wow. And I was hooked. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. 100% hooked. I drank the Kool-Aid, you know, whatever <laughs> you want to say, I was all in. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I I absolutely know what you're saying because there's been a, a few personal finance experts that I've read their book or watched their TV show and I'm like, yep, oh, I'm in. Let's do this. <laughs> let's yep. Let's change, you know, kind of the course of my life and it's kind of crazy how something, you know, one thing like that can really just just switch things completely. Well, it and, made it made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't. Um, it was your language. You were like, I get this. Yeah, I can it, do this. it was not. It was, uh, you know, a seventh a seventh grader could understand it. It wasn't like mm-hmm. it take a PhD in in economics to understand it. Mm-hmm. And exactly. it was, uh, you know, just. Do this step, 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 and then this is the result. Exactly. And then, Just break um, it down. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. – uh, once I read that, um, and if you're familiar with this work, there's ner- nerds and free spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the nerd, but I'm, I'm, I'm a spending nerd whenever I want something. Yeah. yeah. I don't care what it is. I'll save it and buy it. I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. But my wife is the biggest free spirit literally on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we just start talking about finances, she just glazes over. <laughs> uh, but I started with the how it would feel like the why we need to get out instead of we're going to do this, this, this kind of pounding like a drill sergeant. So uh, she started to come around and she start once she saw the first result, she was like, OK, let's go. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so you stuck. So what exactly was the structure of the the kind of the payment plan or how did you um, do it in, in such a short amount of time? And did you always have the idea? I want to get this done in just over a year. Um, I didn't. Uh, our goal was as fast as possible. But um, what we did was we did exactly what the what the baby steps are. I mean, mm-hmm. to the letter mm-hmm. uh, we at the time we. You could do this now. Now you can't. But uh, we cut. We both had uh, blackberries at the time. Mm-hmm. This is before iPhones, of course. Yeah. Um, but at the time, you could take your internet off your um, cell phone. Mm-hmm. So I, we cut that, which saved a little bit of money. And you know, once you just start paying attention to where your money's going, it feels like you get a raise. Oh, totally. I mean, because then it's you know, you you all of a sudden you you find out you have more money at the end of the month instead of the other way around. Mm-hmm. And um, we did that, and we at the time it was just me and her. Uh, we had you know no no animals and no child mm-hmm. uh, or no children, I should say. And we literally acted like the house was on fire. I mean, mm-hmm. scorched earth, 
we ate for the entire month on $200. Wow. Total, including restaurants and going out to eat and uh, grocery stores. Wow. Uh, we switched to all cash. Uh, and when I say all cash, even at the gas pumps, I'd walk up to the gas pump mm-hmm. and give her my money. And that was my motivation because I hated doing that. Oh, yeah. That sucks. I hate uh, cash. <laughs> um, I gave blood plasma twice a week. Wow. Uh, I picked up extra yards to mow on the side. And every dime above our monthly income went towards whatever the smallest debt was. Wow. We were paying at one point on her. We actually, the first month, uh, we went from zero dollars. I read about the book. Mm -hmm. I read about, I heard the audio book. Then I got the book. Uh, The first month, we went from zero in the bank to our $1,000 emergency fund to get us started. And we paid off the $450 credit card debt uh, a week after that. Wow. And then after that, it was, um, we were paying three payments a month to her car. Mm Mm-hmm. And if it was her payment, I still remember it was $456 a month. Mm-hmm. And um, the day before payday, I'd clean out the envelopes we had from the cash from leftover from gas or yeah. food. And if it was $12, we sent it in because we knew the reinforcements were coming the next day in the form of a paycheck. Exactly. And then I did the same thing. So we made our her payment. And then before payday, we paid whatever we had, $12, $8, whatever we had. And we did the same thing before the next paycheck. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we paid it off, we were three and a half years ahead of the note. Wow. And then after that, uh, I actually sold my motorcycle, my decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it brought 13000 I still owed 20000 mm-hmm. And that was the last time we've, we've borrowed money. I had to go get a personal loan for seven grand because I was so upside down in the motorcycle so I could get out of the motorcycle. Yeah. And uh, we paid that off in four months. Mm-hmm. And then it was, uh, I mean, full steam ahead. By that point, we'd got it down uh, so well that we were paying almost $1,000 a month on her car. Mm-hmm. And we were still making, you know, 11 or $12 an hour, maybe $13 an hour. I was making, she was making like nine. So how much were you working? It sounds like to have that much money to pay off these debts so aggressively, you probably were quite busy. Well, I had a lab tech job uh, in the petrochemical industry, and uh, it's kind of a weird schedule, but it was basically four days on, four days off. Mm-hmm. So I worked 12-hour shifts at night, and then uh, I got four days off, and then another four nights, uh, 6 a.m. to 6, uh, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., and then wow. another four days off, and then four nights, another four days off. And then and I took any OT I could get, and then on my days off, I would uh, mow yards, go give blood plasma. Uh, mm-hmm. my, my mom and dad and her mom and dad being living close helped because if they cooked, we didn't have to. Yeah. And we didn't have to go out to eat, you know. Uh, so that obviously helped. And, yeah, we just – it was uh, – we, we were literally living on – Probably three thousand dollars a month, and eleven hundred and eleven hundred dollars. That was our mortgage. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's it, like a true, 
like a, a really cool real life example of, you know, no one, anyone can afford to kind of get out of the debt that they don't think they can afford to get out of, you know, it, it seems impossible. And I know lots of people that are in debt just feel like no one can relate or it's just, you know, they're just buried so deep they can't get out. But that's amazing that you were able to do it. Right. Well, it's, uh, it's, of course it's overwhelming. I mean, if you look Absolutely. at, uh, I mean, even my, ours, 40,000, now, 13 of that was the motorcycle, but I still sold the motorcycle and still had to pay 20 grand. Exactly. Um, that's why you start uh, – you need to get some momentum going at first, and you pay off the little ones first. So then you get some little wins under your belt. Mm-hmm. So if you have a – if you have a – you know, you owe Macy's or whatever, $100, and you owe um, whatever, a, a car, you owe $5,000, you don't pay off the $5,000 one first because it's going to take you a longer you, exactly. you immediately start with a little one and then that gets you some forward momentum. It's like, okay, you know, if you, if you like, you're on a diet and you get on the scale after a week of eating healthy and working out and you've put on six pounds well, you're not going to diet very often. Exactly. If you've lost four or five pounds or a pound, you're like, okay. And you feel good about yourself. And then you just, you keep the momentum going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what would you say from your experience and and now you're you're happily debt free and oh yeah let's first get to this actually you're happily debt free now what are you doing to kind of maintain and make sure you don't kind of go back into um the pattern of being in debt um we made it a family rule that we don't borrow money for any reason whatsoever Mm -hmm. and it's not negotiable so So you don't use credit cards at all we don't even own a credit card wow we haven't since we haven't even once we paid off the the four hundred fifty dollar one we we owned when we were getting out of debt we cut it up and closed the account we haven't borrowed a dime since oh eight oh wow we've and paid. that's been and that have you found any difficulty because I do find sometimes you know if you want to purchase something or especially to build up credit you do need you know a credit card uh. Yes, technically, to pay something on a credit card, yes, you do need a credit card. But yeah, but um, it's like like purchasing something online. Do you find any kind of? Uh, I wish I had a credit card. No, I just use no. a debit card. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> you can buy everything you can with a debit card. I mean, we've gone to Mexico, we've gone on cruises, we've bought two cars. I mean, the last two cars we bought, I put down hundred dollar bills on the guy's hood and bought it. <laughs> uh, I mean, the whole pro. I mean, I literally bought my car off Craigslist. It cost me twenty eight hundred dollars. And I drove to the other side of Houston, which is gigantic, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I drove to the other side of Houston. I It was a 30-minute drive, and we were still technically in Houston. And I drove the car for 10 minutes, and I put $2,800 bills on it, the guy's hood, and I bought the car, and I'm still driving it. <laughs> there you uh, go. Uh, you know, because after we got out of debt, we had our emergency fund. Uh, we've been struggling with that now because it's – Whenever we get close to paying it off, something major happens. We have to drain the drain the account. Like yeah. when our son came, we had insurance, but he was a he came a month early, and uh, the hospital bill was fifty five hundred dollars. Oh my goodness! So that went, you know that went our you know half of what we had saved up. Uh, but yeah, we don't um, everything we pay for, we just save up and pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know, we I mean, we literally don't have a credit card, so it's not an option to borrow money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, that's, and, yeah. and we just, uh, you know, everything you can do with a credit card, you can do with a debit card except get in debt. Yeah. Because you got to have the money to, to buy it. And it take it's that's not for everyone because, you know, we live in a microwave culture mm-hmm. where we want it yesterday. Yeah. But, you know, back in the day, you know, JCPenney was called James Cash Penny. 
<laughs> you know, he he didn't borrow money. J.C. Yeah. Penney was the last kind of retail retailer to even offer store credit because he hated it so much. Wow. And we um we just don't borrow money. We just made it a rule where whatever it is that we want. Now we have like blow money that we can just spend on whatever we want during the month. But if like if I want something that's more than what I have that month, I just wait. Mm-hmm. And then when I have the money, I just go buy it and I don't think twice about it. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing that since 2008? That's correct. Yeah. Wow. And so it's clearly been, you know, a, a, a successful strategy for you. Yeah. Well, it's, um, I sleep better at night. Mm-hmm. Cause like if you, uh, for example, if you go on a vacation and you put on a credit card, the payment follows you. Yep. And when we go on a vacation, we just pay for it. And then we have a good time. And when the vacation's over, the bill doesn't come with it. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, we just, um, we, we made it a choice that we don't borrow money. So the only reason we have a mortgage is because we didn't have 150 grand lying around. Yeah, exactly. Who does? Uh, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we technically could have saved up and paid cash, but I would like not to have been, I'd like to have been, you know, under 60 years old when I had 150 grand, just well, exactly. I could go spend on a house. Uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, we just, we just pay cash and every, you know, every two weeks or every week now, I go to the bank and I'll get some money out for our food and our groceries. And when we go to the grocery store, we pay with a hundred dollar bill or whatever we have. And then that's the groceries we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. But yeah, we just, um, when you kind of, it's like that old thing, you know, when you, that, that myth of uh, Cortez or whoever it was in Mexico that said, you know, he went onto some foreign land and he said, burn the boats. Cause we're either, we're going home in theirs or they're going in their home in theirs. You know, mm-hmm. if you burn the boats and you don't give yourself an option, then you can't borrow money. So, yeah, no, I, I, I think that's great. This is a story I feel like that I haven't really heard a lot because lots of people are afraid to, I'd, I'd say, and maybe even me, including because I am so used to using uh, my credit card, but I, I don't know if lots of people would even think to get rid of their credit cards completely and live off cash or debit solely. So I think that's really cool that you've been able to do it for so many years. Well, thank you. And also it's the FICO score is only based on um, your love affair with debt. Mm -hmm. That's how it's calculated. It's how much debt you've borrowed, when you've paid it back, how much more debt you've borrowed, how long you've been in debt and new types of credit. That's how the whole score is calculated. So for example, your credit score is not a true indicator of wealth. Yeah. For example, if you're going to um, say you're going to go buy, you're going to go rent an apartment and they're going to run your FICO score. Um, if you have $10 million in the bank and you haven't borrowed a dime in 10 years, then your credit score is going to be zero. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't give you an apartment, but you have enough money where you could write a check and buy the whole facility. Yeah, exactly. So it's not a true indicator of wealth. It's just a um, – it's like – it's the keeping up with the Joneses mentality. Is mm-hmm. that is that something that's in that in Canada or is that just – Oh, like, yeah. We got the keeping up with the Joneses okay, mentality. Yeah. yeah. Well, the only thing with that is they're broke. Yeah, exactly. You know, most of the people that have the lavish lifestyles 
are just they're trying. Living, to, yeah, they're yeah, in debt, right? Exactly. They're living above their means and they're trying to press people at a stop sign they're never going to see again in their whole life. Exactly. You know, now there are some majority that, you know, yeah, they have that they have that money. And if you want to go see their bank account, they've got, you know, 60 mm-hmm. or 70 or 80 million in the bank. Mm-hmm. But that's not the norm. That's the no. that's the abnormal one because, you know, most people one of my favorite books is The Millionaire Next Door mm-hmm. by Thomas Stanley. And, you know, he did retail detailed research and I mean, geez, most people walk in and you wouldn't even know them. They had, you know, two dimes to rub together and all of a sudden they're gonna buy the whole facility. You know? Exactly. So yeah. um yeah, we just like my wife, she uh, she's on, she's not on the mortgage. Of course she's, it's half hers, but she's not on the mortgage. Mm-hmm. So right now her credit score is zero cause she hasn't borrowed a dime in, in eight years. Mm-hmm. So she's what they call a ghost in the system, which the only reason I have one is cause we have the mortgage. Exactly. And yeah. you know, once I get rid of the mortgage, um, then I won't have one either. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, do what makes sense for you. And especially if this means that you won't go back into debt, then all the power to you. That's a good decision for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, I just, uh, I sleep better at night, not knowing, not because like, and I, I, I used to have car payments, so I'm not mm-hmm. judging you if you have car payments. No. I'm just saying when I had car payments, the stress was, oh my good. Cause when you have a car payment or you owe anyone, they don't really care that, you know, your child's sick and you just lost your job. They don't care. Mm-mm. All they want to do is be paid on time or early, mm-hmm. and you know, they don't really care about your, you know, excuses. Exactly. You know, so it's just, uh, it's just freeing. Yeah, that's that is financial freedom, I'd say, in its true form, and that's sure. what what I believe. I, you know, sleep easy and I don't worry about money because I'm not in debt and I haven't been for years, and it's the best feeling ever. So, of course, and absolutely. you know, and the. The people that say, well, I need a credit card for emergencies. Well, if you've got uh, three to six months of expenses in the bank, yeah. well, I mean, geez, how big of an emergency are you going to have? Exactly. You know, if your house burns down, you have insurance. You ain't going to buy a new mm-hmm. house. That's why you have insurance for. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you wreck your car, that's why you have insurance. You pay the insurance bill. Exactly. You know? So, I, I mean, I've never personally known an emergency that you had to have, you know, yeah, a, a line 30, of credit a or a credit card. $30,000 line of credit card yeah. to pay for it. I mean, if you have, you know, 15 or 20,000, whatever your, you know, or 10,000, whatever your budget says mm-hmm. that you should have three to six months, I mean, that's, that would take a pretty substantial emergency in order to go above that. I mean, I, I couldn't mm-hmm. think of one. Mm-mm. So yeah. if you have the money sitting there, just use the money. That's what it's there for. Exactly. And then you exactly. pay zero interest instead of whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So before I kind of uh, uh, let you go, what is one piece of advice that you want others that may be in the same boat that you were in a few years ago? What would you like them to know? Um, it is possible, but you have to believe it's possible. Mm-hmm. You, if you, if you're, Heart in your head says, I'll never get out. You'll never get out. You can wander into debt, but you cannot wander out of it. You have mm-hmm. got to be focused and you literally have to act like it's a life or death situation because, I mean, some people, you know, I know uh, one person who has uh, 
$80,000 of student loan debt since you, and, and they've had it for uh, going on 15 years and so they're still at like 85000 Oh my gosh. And I'm like, come on. I mean, yeah. you know, you got to get serious about it. You know, mm-hmm. you got to get serious. And I'd say the very first thing you have to do is you have to start with a budget. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know where your money's going, it's going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to look up after your taxes, you're going to make, you know, 50 or 70 or 80 or 100,000. And you're going to say, where in the world did all this money go? Mm-hmm. You want to be able to tell what you spend it on. So I would say definitely start with a budget and you got to believe it's possible. And the last thing I would say is uh, prayer works. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, so that's, that's yeah. all I'd say. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's awesome. <laughs> I think that the those are great things to kind of end this uh wonderful listener series. Thank you so much for reaching out for me uh to me on Twitter and for listening to my episode. It was a pleasure chatting with you and I'm I'm so glad. I, I feel like this is a very inspiring episode and uh, I'm glad that we connected. Fantastic. I appreciate it. And that was episode 69 with the lovely David from Texas. Um, wasn't he a delight? And if you want to be a guest on my special listener series of the Mo Money podcast, make sure to reach out to me. That's exactly how David got on my show. He listened to an episode. He heard my call out. He emailed me. Bam, he's on my podcast. So if that sounds like something that you want to do, if you have a story that you would like to share with other listeners of the Mo Money podcast, make sure to reach out to me at Jessica at jessicamorehouse.com. Very simple email. Or feel free to tweet me, Facebook me, Instagram me, whatever you want to do. Get in touch. And with uh, that, you know, make sure to check out the show notes, of course, jessicamorehouse.com slash 69. I can't believe we're already at episode 69. And uh, make sure to leave me an iTunes review if you haven't already. I would really appreciate it. And I will give you a call out, a special uh, thank you on a future episode. So without further ado, I, uh, I'm going to sign off and I'm going to see you back here next Wednesday. This podcast is distributed by the Women in Media Podcast Network. Find out more at womeninmedia.network.